Oh, he's starting? Welcome to, yeah. Nocturnal. Okay. This might be a shorter one. Or it might be a long one. Hmm. Who knows? Yeah. Mystery owl. <laughs> yeah, well, that's... Um... Woo! That, yeah. Welcome, guys. I'm high energy. <laughs> really? And I'm I'm low energy. And together... We we're made, energy. We're, yeah, we're energy. Um, because we cancel each other. I, um... I was at I was at home the other night. Were you really? Holy shit! Yeah, just let me finish, please. I was at home last night uh, watching Millionaire Hot Seat. Oh, I love Millionaire Hot Seat. Guess who was on Millionaire Hot Seat? Rowan Hendry. Rowan Rowan Hendry. Yep. Our old high school teacher. Yep. Hi, Rowan. You're not listening. Oh, that man doesn't like me. I um. He failed. He lost. I yeah. I did not do very good in his class. He was very disappointed. Well, he didn't do very good at Millionaire Hot Seat. Haha. <laughs> just kidding, Rowie. Oh, well, that's that's no good. See, people go into Millionaire Hot Seat looking for for they seek fortune, um, but what they really don't know is the odds are very much against them. Did you know in every commercial break of Millionaire Hot Seat, Eddie fucking Maguire turns to the camera and gives a shitty cheesy smile that makes me want to fucking throw him in a ditch? I um I was assaulted by Eddie Maguire um, as I was walking home the other night. It was. Very, very traumatic, and I thank you not to bring that up on the podcast again. I didn't bring that up. Um, I was, it was, a, it was a rainy, a dark rainy night. The sk- the s- the clouds were black. The sky was, it w- I describe it as a, as a void. Um, and I was in my rain. Oh, coat. like in Futurama when the void opens in the sky. Um, and I was on, my, I was on my way home. On my Luke, bike. you didn't answer my question. And then Mr. Hendry. Oh no, he wasn't a sexual abuser in this circumstance. I thought it was Eddie Maguire. Yeah, Eddie Maguire. I feel um, like your story's fake. He fucking threw... He kept throwing stones at my bike until I fell over. That's really serious accusation. Yeah. Um, the court testimony is tomorrow, actually. I'm I'm not 100% myself today, which is why I'm very, very nervous to mm. um, to do the podcast. Mm. Because I just really... I, I, will, I need him to be locked away. I can't have the situation reach others mm. in mm. the Footscray area. It's very, very upsetting. And if he's allowed to walk free, then I don't know. I'm going to kill myself. Go wear a suit to court, buddy. Go wear a suit. What fucking brand suit? Oh, I, yeah, I bet you get to wear Armani. Well, it, that's not if I, ki- if I don't kill myself first. Rich, sorry. That's if I don't kill myself first. Um, because these l- fees for the court are very um, numerous and expensive. <laughs> but you're the one... Su- yeah, but um, I was actually I was down at the magistrate's court the other day, and I was speaking. Which one? The one in the city, or the one in the city? Yep. Yeah. Um, and I was speaking to legal aid, and even the court-appointed legal that one's aid. That uh, next to the county court, you know. Next to the county court, well, yeah. they're actually across the road. Yeah. Um, well, I'll say it's next. If yeah. you go, if you go down to Melbourne Central, um, head down Swanston and take a right, you will find yourself at. The um, magistrate's court. I like how we start before the podcast starts. We're like, all right, well, yeah, we'll do this topic and we'll get into this. 
And the first five minutes is a fucking bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, welcome back to Nocturnal. That didn't happen. Yeah. Now, let's uh, address the big elephant in the room. The, the big pussy in the room. <laughs> <laughs> big old, big old cock in the room. Yeah. Yeah. You got any other ones? No, no, no. Um, as Miss Wilkinson used to say, um, once, that's pretty funny. Two times, not so much. <laughs> Three times, it's not so funny. But four times, it's funny again. Five times, you know, it could be funny. It could be funny. But then you've got to... But then the real art is trying for a sixth time. Yeah, right. At, mm. at which point, it, nine, 9%, it will be funny. Mm. Seven, you know, you're probably... You're looking at a 5% funny rate. Yeah, but eight, that's when it's not funny. It's, mm. You just don't, un- unless you continue to nine, in which case it will not be funny to the African-American community only. Um, but then, but then ten. It's more the Italians that you're pissing off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eleven to twenty is usually just the Jews. Just the Jews. Yeah. Um, and then from twenty to about a thousand, mm. that's when you're very, very much upsetting the Armenians. Um, yeah. They do not like it when you bit for as long as um, as long as one thousand times. You know what you should do is compile every podcast we've done. Yeah, and then time for bidding. And then time for normal discussion. Yeah. And see what weight outweighs. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny because we try to get to normal discussion. It just doesn't happen. I, <laughs> when a bit goes like past two minutes, I always have in the back of my mind, I'm like, how am I going to circle this back? <laughs> we're, just, we're just lost in the abyss. <laughs> um, anyway, what we were saying was we recorded a fucking fantastic podcast uh, like two weeks ago. Yeah. And we lost it. <laughs> well, Joe was DJing the um, the episode, and the fucking idiot, f- like, forgot to turn the radio off. Fucking suck my dick. I was sitting at the control board. Well, yeah. But he was... He, he should have been DJing, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, if I was DJing, by golly, you would have seen that episode. Yeah, you would have. Wait, no. If uh, Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway... That was a really great podcast. We talked about like creativity, um, the depths of like what we've been working on, yeah. like the creative difference between us, our friends. Like mm-hmm. it, it went on a crazy, crazy um, roller coaster of emotion and humor, and you guys will never see that. Yep, um, never gonna see it. So instead, we have this low energy uh, Friday afternoon podcast coming at you from the University of Melbourne, number thirty-five school in the country. That is correct. Yeah. Actually, not in the country. Number one in the country. Number oh, did I say number 35 in the country? Uh-huh. Yes, you did. Yeah. We're not some fucking scum. See, okay? that would be more like Vic Uni. Um, and that's where... And, you know, we really hate anyone that goes to Victoria University. Yeah. Um, I actually just want to take a second to talk about how fucking three, um, three finger roll. Excuse me? You're getting really close to the mic. Yeah, because I talk softly and you really can't hear me otherwise. Are you sure? I would argue, yes. Oh, okay, anyway. So, Vic, Vic Uni, they have this system where you study one subject at a time and you study it intensively for four weeks. It's fucking stupid. Oh, yeah, I know. I got... Okay, you may be a little bit closer than mine. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> it's still the levels just go nuts. Um, yeah, I've got, like, a lot of friends um, at, uh, at work who go to Vic Uni and they fucking complain. It's a block system. Yeah, it's dumb. So, you study four subjects over... Wait, what is it? 
it's not 12 weeks though. The, it's I like, they do it's trimesters. Like, yeah, so it's, I think it's like one subject for four weeks, and then another subject for four weeks, and then another subject for four weeks. Yeah. Which is fucking ridiculous. See, it's a dumb system for dumb people. Alright, well. <laughs> <laughs> that is entirely facetious. I'm actually. I'm not one of those uh, typical Melbourne Uni boys who goes around yeah. rocking their, their Gucci. Uh, Gucci Mane. Adrian, if you're listening to this, I respect your degree that you don't use. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, we're just a couple of regular boys who walk around Melbourne Uni without a without a stone in their in their shoe. No, no, no stones. Just a lot of money, you know. Yep. Just all um, the money. Yep. I'm just. Um, can you take the one thousand dollars I have in my hand, and can you just throw it out the window because I don't want it? Yeah, done. Just yep. taking it. Uh, throwing it out the window now. Mm-hmm. Can you? Yes. Oh no! Shit. Fuck. Could you? Bite it in half so no one can use the money. Yeah, so you know, I would do that if it was um, American money. However, we're using Australian money, and that is quite hard to buy through. Quite hard. Yeah, if um, ScoMo, if you're listening right now, get on that. What we, are you doing, man? We want paper money because why not? It's just, just better. It's it's <laughs> it's better. Bigger is better. Um, disposable is better. Let's keep making technology. That dies within three months. When does the bit start? I'm trying to think of when this started. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the transition is seamless. It is. I feel like uh, we're we're professional podcasters. Yeah. So you're out you're out there at home, Dirty Dan, who's our one listener, and you're listening to the podcast. And you're thinking these boys are having a conversation, mm. and then bam, you're hit by jokes and, and funny by, bits. Yeah, that's just the way it is. That's the uh, the way the wind blows. As some that's the say. Uh, the way the cookie crumbles. The cookie some. crumbles. Yeah. Yes, yes, mm. that's it. Uh, the way the um, the way the fetus dilates. Wait, not the fetus. The what dilates? Are you fucking retu- are you joking? Fu- what is it? Is <laughs> the, it the cervix. The cervix. The way the that's the way the cervix dilates. <laughs> anyway, after that embarrassing. Oh wait, no, no. Um, it looks like we got a knock on the door. Come in, please. No knock sounded quite fleshy. <laughs> yeah, because our door is um made out of flesh. Yeah. Um, hello, boys. Um, how's it going? Oh my god, is it? That's a really... It's a very vague character. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta shape it along with uh, how the next one minute goes. Hello, vague man. Hello. That will soon reveal himself. Yes, my name is Vague Man. I'm very glad to be in the podcast. Mm. Mm. What are your character traits, vague man? Um, well, I don't have any. I'm, it's, well, I do. It's vague. <laughs> yeah, but it's very hard to tell. Mm. So you could really be one of our friends that we make fun of or multiple. I guess so, but that'll be revealed in time, mm. or not. Depending on many things. So what are we talking about today, boys? Are we jumping into a real topic, or...? No, I'm still Vague Man. <laughs> vague Man, I'm... <sighs> I just wanted to exclaim... I need, I, are you allowed to stay? Yeah, but I just wanted to say how happy I am to, to finally be on the podcast. No, that's, and that's great. We're really happy to have you. Um, but I do want to say this. We do have another guest coming in oh, today. Oh, can I sit in and listen? Oh, no, no, no. You're happy to be on the podcast. I just wanted to let you know that the other guest is um incredibly specific, man. And I know you guys have a lot of issues in the past. <laughs> Hello, how was the afternoon today at 6.23pm? 
Hey, incredibly specific, man. How you going, dude? I am very excellent. To be specific, I am good with a tinge of sadness. Mm, that's fantastic. Now, I didn't get time to warn you, but Vague Man is here. Vague Man, I do not like that man. He is very arrogant and silly, and I do not like how inspecific he is in regards to certain topics, because I ask him a question, and I get, like, an I don't know, Whereas, when I ask someone a question, I want to, yes, 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 down to business, down to brass tacks. Vague man, what do you have to say to that? Well, I, um, I'm vague man. Yeah, I know that, but what do you... What yeah. Do you... I'm vague man. I'm very happy to be sitting on the podcast today. <laughs> I'm very vague about the things that I say. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Well, well, I don't know. Maybe. Well... I guess, I guess it could be. The reason Luke and I brought... Now, I don't know where Luke's... Luke's been a little bit quiet, and, you know, that's okay. He's a little shy today. He's a little low energy, so that's all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll helm this bit. Um, <clears throat> the reason I'm, we brought both you, Specific Man, and Vague Man onto the podcast... Why is that, Joseph? Is Gi- Giuseppe Paglia, to be specific. <laughs> is sir... Is sir... We could have you fight to the death, and whoever wins, well, they get to stay in the podcast. With what weaponry? What are we provided to fight? What well, are the rules? Give me, give me the rundown. Okay, well, here's the rundown. One, two, three, give me the rundown. Okay, Let's go. Well, I'm about to give you the rundown, if you just let me speak. Go ahead. Vague man, what do you think about this? Jesus Christ. I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, your weaponry... I've just decided I want to give Vague man a voice, so this is what Vague man sounds like from now on. Vague Man sounds a lot like your other characters. What other? I mean... (laughs) What other characters? The characters that Luke plays. Well, I just wanted to set myself away apart from the specific man because I am a... um, I don't want the audience to listen back and hear... Get confused, realistically, about who is Vague Man and who is Pacific Man. I'm Lachlan. I just just came in. I didn't hear you uh, knock at the door. Well, I did it. Um, I've been here the whole time. I just didn't want to say anything because I'm actually quite embarrassed. All right, well, this is... You know, I work at um, David Jones, and I am friends with um, one of the uh, co-hosts. All right, Lachlan, Lachlan, I'm going to cut you off right there. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just going to go. I I should just leave. I might just kill myself, actually. Okay, well, I don't want you to do that, but it would be better if you leave. I'm going to kill myself. Don't, Lachlan... No. I just feel Lachlan, like... Lachlan! No. I just feel not like today. this character has nothing to add to the podcast. Well, that's fine. You, you're happy to... I'm happy for you to... Nah, leave. I should probably just kill myself so right. Luke doesn't uh, bring me back in. Well, you know what? I've tried to help you, and you're just not listening to me, so the window's right there. Yeah, I'll just go ahead and jump out. Bye. <laughs> I'm Lachlan's brother. <laughs> I I heard that Lachlan killed himself, so I didn't want there to be dead air in the podcast. <laughs> you let me do my plopping sound. Oh, sorry. Uh, rewind twenty seconds. Actually, that brings me. To a, that brings me to a point. I'm going to pause this bit. We'll come yeah. back to it later. Um, <laughs> what do you think about this? As a I think you might like it. I hate it in filmmaking. Mm. I think it's cheap, and I hate it as an audience member. So there's a film. Oh, what's it called? Shit. I can't remember what it's called. But basically, it's... Do you know the movie The Strangers? No, I don't. Okay, it's a horror movie. Um, 
basically like three strangers wearing masks like breaking into a house and they're like it's it's horror it's like slasher sort of thing mm. um it's good though uh it's a similar concept so basically there's like these guys that like kidnap this couple um and they like get them to perform like terrible shit in like their house and stuff mm-hmm. stuff and at one point in the movie towards the end one of the couples like gets the upper hand like has a shotgun and shoots one of like the killers to death right which is like extremely satisfying for the audience member right yeah what happens at that point is one of the other killers goes and gr- like angrily goes and grabs the TV remote and pauses the film oh that you're watching and then rewinds it back to the point where like before the shotgun kill yeah and then takes the shotgun out of their like their hand mm-hmm. so like it doesn't happen um, so that moment of audience gratification is completely removed. <laughs> so is that like, is it just that and one character the, that's aware that it's a, a film? But this is the only fourth wall break. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. So then the film just continues, right? And then, but the, like, I think the idea is the plot is implied. So like, the idea is like, they're going to kill, they have to kill the couple by like 9am the next morning. Mm. And like, and this is like an agreement between like the killers, mm. um, and like throughout the entire thing, like the couples like keep escaping, and there's like there's a lot of reasons why they couldn't just like kill them straight away. Yeah, uh, but like they end up doing it, right? Mm-hmm. And then it sort of loops back on itself at the end. Like they go and it's like they go back to their house and they do the same. Like they at the very start, like they like knocked on the couple's door to like um, borrow some eggs. Yeah, and they do that again. At the very end. So, that, like, once they've killed them, they, like, go back. And they, like, they knock to borrow some eggs. And then the guy looks at the camera and he, like, smiles. So, they're in a time loop. That's what the implication is. Yeah. And then you have... So, that's the only implication that it's the full fourth wall break. Plus, like, the remote control thing. Yeah. Which I think is cool. Because I think the concept is, like... It's this weirdly sadistic competition between them. To, like, see how fast they can kill this couple every, like, in the time loop. That's interesting. It's like, um... It's like Undertale, which I feel like is the only other thing that tried that. Yeah. Where the the bad dude in that game isn't, like, really a bad dude because you can understand his motivations. He's he's stuck in a time loop, essentially, and he has unlimited control over yeah. the game because he knows he's in a game. Yeah, yeah. So he just pushes things to as far as he can in each mm. run because, like, there's nothing else he can do. And he's, like, the biggest thing in that universe. Yeah. So I think it's... I guess it's interesting in that context, but I feel like as a first-time audience viewer, that remote control scene is fucking frustrating, and I don't like it. Oh, I love that idea. Well, it's like, it's just so, you're moving any gratification the audience can get. Like, yeah, it's like, because it's all doom and gloom up until that point, mm-hmm. and you're giving them a little bit, and then basically the filmmakers is just like, ah, It fuck rips you. it back? Yeah. It, the filmmakers is just like, ah, fuck you. I feel like the idea <laughs> that they're breaking the fourth wall is like enough gratification though like there's no gratification in the the linear events but then like a new interesting idea is presented and i think that within itself is a really cool thing i guess so i don't know it just feels i feel like if there was more fourth wall breaks that would make more sense or like if the audience is clued in more i think the fact that it's subtle is interesting enough like if it was just a regular time travel film, then it wouldn't have been as unique. But you don't know you it's a time travel it. film until you watch it again, I guess. Yeah. Right? Like the time loop sort of thing. But it gives it rewatchability because then you watch that and you're like, oh, I need to watch this again to understand what happened. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm like split on the idea, I think. 
Okay. I is think it a new film? No. It, there was a... So there's the original one in like 1997 or something. Mm. Um, and the director made his own remake again in 2007. Yeah. And like shot for shot. Okay. Which is interesting. It's, I've never... I, you don't really hear of that. I don't think like anyone... Even George Lucas, like he's partially done that, but I can't think of any other directors who have actually remade their own works. I don't know why I can't think of it. Yeah, well, it's in my search history. I'll fucking look it up. Um, but yeah, I thought it was an interesting um, concept. Yeah. Um, on the topic of interesting and strange concepts, do you want to um, jump on the segue? And we'll ride to the next topic. That's funny. But you should also die. <laughs> Can you get on the... the I'm set. on, dude. I'm on. Oh, you're on. Let's go. We're here. No, no, we're at the... No, it's just one block up. We've got to wait for the lights to go green. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah just one block up. Actually, wait. Can I get a coffee? Oh, okay, you know what? We'll get off the Segway. We'll park it. Um, you go get your coffee, and I'll just wait. I'll talk to the audience while you're doing your thing. Yeah, cool, cool. Um... It's hard. I wonder how long the joke will take. That uh, that Joe fellow. What do you guys think? Luke, you're not leaving dead air, are you? Nah, no, nah, no, nah. No. It's um, podcasts in good hands. Just uh, get your coffee. Don't you? <laughs> don't you worry. Um, It'll just be a couple more minutes. Oh, okay. In fuck. Uh, I love improv. Why don't I sing you guys a song? Uh, Alright, got my coffee, let's go. Oh, we're just getting into a thing. What? I was just gonna... I was getting into a thing. Oh, well, we gotta go now. Come on. Okay, let's, let's, let's green. Funny games. Movie's called Funny Games. Oh, cool. Um... Yeah. Um. Oh, fuck. I went one block too far. Uh, do you want if I do a U-turn here? I don't think I can. I'll just go up one block and then... Okay, this is turning into an Arnie Donner bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like thinking, I'm like... Isn't this what Luke complains about about the Arnie Donald podcast? You one thing fucking... Yeah, that, that fucking thing is unwatchable. <laughs> it's fucking 30 minutes of a segue. Yeah, but, but seriously, we need to get the next topic. All right, let's talk about what I was talking about. No, no, no. no. Um, we, need to, we need to arrive there. It just... If we take the right and then we take a left, we can... We should be at the next topic. Harry the fuck up! Come on, man! Other people on the fucking road too! You fucking idiot! Look, I really don't like your road rage. I've been, I've been working on it. I like, uh, there's court mandated. Uh, don't, don't worry. We'll just, just get to the top. Just, we'll get to the top. Right. Oh, we're here. We're here. Oh, thank God. Fucking Christ, dude! That was. A ridiculously long amount of time 
And also a ridiculously bad bit which might be cut out later. <laughs> Do a montage of us getting to the next stop. Anyway, did you want to talk about the horror thing? I did. Um, Joe was showing me an interesting like collection of stories that he wrote at 5am after doing two overnight shifts. Yes. And they actually terrified me. Yeah, they're, they're pretty fucking dark. I was in a dark place. Not, like, emotionally. Just tired. Mm. And I was just, like, in the mood to write really dark imagery. Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking. I could probably... I reckon I'd be a decent horror director. Because I feel like I always have horrific imagery in my head. Yeah. That's not... This is coming... I don't want to come off like a fucking sociopath. I feel like everyone has, like... Horrific imagery sometimes. Just, like, things they, like, think about. It's just, like... Oh, that's that's scary. Like, that's legitimately scary. It's weird because it's always, like, something specific to their personality. Yeah. Like, what you were describing is very much, like... I don't even... What is it? What would you describe that style of horror? I think it was... It was honestly... I describe it as American Psycho type horror. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Because that is very much how you write. Yeah. Um, I had this thing the other day, but it like... Even as it was happening, I'm like, this is really specific to me, mm. and I don't think this would happen to many people. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was 3 a.m., and I was taking the bins out. It was a similar situation where it was just, like, pitch black. Yeah. There was no wind. It was just silent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got out of bed to do this because I forgot to do it. So I'd been, like, half asleep, and I'm like, oh, shit, I got to go do this. Yeah. And as I'm walking down my driveway holding the bin, I'm thinking, what if I was asleep? And this is actually a dream. I'm dreaming that I'm taking out the bins. Um, and, like, in my normal, like, fully awake state, I'm like, yeah. no, I just throw that away. It's dumb. Mm-hmm. But I actually somehow convinced myself that I might have been in a dream. And in a dream scenario like that, I expected, like, a man to be running down the street. Just, yeah. like, fucking full force coming to kill me. It's like or someone, type shit. <laughs> yeah, that type of thing. Or, like, someone breaking into my house. So as I'm wheeling the bin into my front yard, I'm expecting someone to, like, come up and kill me. And I'm like, Mm. oh, is this gonna... I could be... This feels real, but it also feels like I might be in a dream. Yeah. Um, And I actually... I turned this into, like, a one-sentence story the other day. Actually, if it's a one-sentence story, I was just gonna say, make it into a flash fiction. That's what I was thinking, because here's what I have. The kid stands in a yard in a cloudy fog at the dead of night. He looks back in terror as his house is replaced by a chasmus wall of vines and smoke. And then, skip to the end, so this is the first and last sentence of the story. The kid lies in his bed, dark circles surrounding his eyes. He pries his eyelids open with his fingers and clenches his lips to suppress a yawn. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. That's good. You can definitely make that a flash fiction. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like... I definitely do that as well. I can convince myself... I think if I'm tired enough, like, and I have to be really tired, like, I get into, um, just, not delusional states, just, like, delirium. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, I just get delirious, and just, like, fucking out of my own head. Sometimes, like, it's weird, because dream logic applies in real life sometimes. Yeah. It's just... Or it's like, it shouldn't, but that's where your brain is. Mm-hmm. Um, which I feel like is the best time to write. Because, holy shit, you just get weird ideas. Yeah, that's when I get my most surreal ideas. Mm. Like, that's why I always write film scripts past, like, one. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, so, um, I, I wrote that thing, which is, which is pretty fucking scary. But, it, yeah, it is, 
now that I'm thinking about it, it is very like satirical darkness. Like it has an air of satire to it. Yeah. Reading it back, um, even though it's very horrific mm-hmm. <laughs> what I wrote, but it has that like American Psycho feel where it's like if you read, I haven't read it, but from what I can tell, the American Psycho novel is not like about violence necessarily. Even mm. though there is insanely graphic violence on those pages. It's about, like, Wall Street yuppies and, like, the satirical nature of that. Yeah. Right? But the violence just accentuates that satire. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, if you put... For comparison, if you put so much detail into a scene about, like, business cards, right? Yeah. It's so detailed. Like, the lettering, the, the colour of the business cards, blah, blah, blah. You get to be equally detailed when you're describing, like, graphic murders. Yeah. Which I think is fascinating. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where, it, like, the sort of headspace I was in when I was writing. Yeah, well, that really came across on your last one, where, yeah. the, the, as the story went, um, someone misremembered your name. Yeah. And in your head, you played out a scenario where you dipped his friend, you dipped his head in the deep fryer, <laughs> yeah. and then sliced your own throat afterwards. Yeah, and I had, like, an imagery about, like, my own blood, like, being the blood of the meat coming up off the grill. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking, just nuts. If I'm not that a sociopath. <laughs> If that wasn't a proper story, though, that would have the same effect that American Psycho had on me, where it's like, yeah. is this guy just imagining the scenario because he's delirious from working so much, yeah. or is this actually happening because he was driven to insanity because he was working so much? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty, pretty cool. Anyway, yeah, as I was, I was going to get to telling you before, I had an idea where I was like laying in bed, and this is like the horrific imagery that came to my mind, was this like disgustingly creepy old lady with like a really scary stance like leaning against a wall right mm. and then she like lunges out someone to like does something horrific and then basically the story was gonna be like it, I wanted I'm fascinated by the idea of horror starting straight away mm. because if you watch I don't think I've ever seen a horror movie do this and it might be out there I'm um, probably in like European yourself mm. but I've never seen a horror movie start out immediately horrific like, from get-go, like, seconds in. Well, it'll lead you to think it's a normal universe and then build into the horror. Yes, which is, uh, which is fine. I mean, that's how na- normal narrative is driven. Um, yeah. But, like, I want to see a movie where within the first five seconds, I'm like, holy fuck. Like, mm. I want to see that. I think a Razorhead does that, but it's not necessarily, like, what the fuck. It's just yeah. like, this is really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it eases you into the universe. It's mm. just strange from the beginning. Like, I want the audience to feel five seconds of curiosity and immediate, and then immediately feel dread. Yeah. I want to, like, because, like, so with the idea I had, it was, like, that old lady's, like, against the wall, and she's, like, very creepy. So they're already creeped out, but they're curious as well. It's like, what's this going to be about? And then she does something, like, fucking nuts. Like, well, she- can that happen if you're not invested in the character? I feel like it can. Because I feel like that would make you uncomfortable. I feel like you can do it with set design, and I feel like you can do it with costume and makeup. Mm. Um, And just, like, immediately do that. Well, here's an example of it, that sort of thing working, but it doesn't fully commit to that idea. In the start of Mulholland Drive, uh, the main character, she's leaving the airport, and she just gets to Hollywood. Yeah. Because she won, like, some competition. Yeah, yeah. Um... And she runs into this old couple, and they, like, wish her good luck. Yeah. And instead of following the protagonist, it follows the old couple into the cab. But they're not moving. They're just staring at the camera, smiling. And the, f- the frame holds on them for, like, a minute, or maybe less. Yeah. 
but that does that within the first couple of minutes. Yeah, that's that is creepy. <laughs> yeah, but it sets up characters beforehand. It's mm. not like it just jumps into the creepiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, like, I'd love a movie to start out with that. Just like the old, like, what what would you feel if a movie op- like it f- fades in mm. and you have that? But the old couple is even creepier. Like, maybe like there's just like something very scary about them, and they're just staring at the camera. Like, and then they do something. Like that's scary to me. I think that as a cold open would be really cool. Yeah. Um, so that's sort of kind of where the idea was developing, and I wanted to develop something about like a mental state of mind. Where so basically it would start off with that like imagery of the lady against like the wall, right? Mm. And then it would continue on, but it would get better as it went along. And I thought it was going to be like a reverse story of like a mental state of mind. So like the next scene would be like a similar looking lady, which like it's like less scary. And then it gets to the lo- like the last scene where I was imagining like like a beautiful girl, like just like standing against the wall and like she was doing something coy or like wholesome. Right? Yeah. Which, but like it's all the same set and it's all the same costume, mm-hmm. but the actor changes and like the imagery changes and like in my mind, it was something about like a mental state where this is the, the, the thing you see first is the end product and the thing you see last is the starting and like it, it's a, so if you watch it, backwards it's a deg- it's a degradation oh that's interesting but if you so like you only know that going watching it first though would there be a narrative reason for that happening though i i imagine it more like avant-garde art mm. but it like it could be it could, it could go either way that's actually a really interesting concept i like that yeah um as you were describing that woman in the, in the elevator i was thinking of something different um that's like that concept but not yeah there's a show called it wasn't jeopardy it was some like crappy new zealand show made on no budget <laughs> yeah um and they'd run like 10 minute episodes every week mm. and it'd play on abc like in the period between kids shows and adult shows yeah, yeah. so it would be like play school um like king and then this show and then daria right and the first time i saw this show i was fucking terrified because what happened was there was these kids in a department store. Yeah. And it was closing. And the guy who was working there was like, yo, we're closing. Can you get out? Yeah, yeah. And they were like, fuck this guy. We're going to stay here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they stay like five minutes too long and they get in the elevator. And then as they get in the elevator, like the walls start closing in and there was all this surreal shit happening. Oh, God. I remember having nightmares about this. Yeah. I finally tracked it down after like 10 years and I watched it. Yeah. And it was a fucking joke. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, it was that same sort of thing where it, like, starts on the surreal. Right. Where you've got this, like, overlooming clerk who's like, you're not allowed to leave because you stayed five minutes too late. That's what I thought it might be, yeah. And that whole cheesy thing where it's got the low angle and he's standing yeah. with his arms crossed in a suit. Well, I'm just imagining, like, a low angle and it's like that and then, like, the key gets backlit or whatever and it's just like, he starts laughing manically. That's what it was. <laughs> and they're in the elevator and they could hear him laughing from the intercom. Uh, and then there were like at one point there were bouncy balls dropping from the roof and I'm like come on oh I uh, I was I was hoping you were going to go back and watch it it was going to be legitimately creepy no the concept itself is terrifying yeah because it like it puts itself into the norm and then branches off into surreal Mm. because it's like 
a department store closing. That's a weird concept. Right. And someone staying too long. Like, that could easily happen to you. Yeah. So you take the elevator to go home, and then you're thrown into another universe. That's fucking weird. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, but they did nothing with it, so mm. that was disappointing. Well, that is definitely a concept you could work with. Yeah. I love, like, in contrast to what you were saying before, I love horror movies that start just in, like, complete reality. Mm. Not in horror reality, where it's a group going to a cabin. Right, yeah, yeah. And then they find a scary book, um, like the new Evil Dead movie, which mm. I thought sucked. The one, the, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about, like, someone is working till late, and then on the way home, something happens. Mm. Like, they fucking fall through a portal, or it's like someone's chasing them. Yeah, I don't mind that. It's... I like... I like that, but I like it with real... Like, really... Like, stuff that could actually happen. I, um... Recently discovered a song by one of my favorite artists, Kill Bill the Rapper. Have you heard of him? Mm. He does, like... Lo-fi beats. Yeah. Um... But he uses, like, a lot of video game samples and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's very much, like, nerd rap. Uh-huh. Um, and there's this one track, which I think is a fucking masterpiece. It's, like, one of the best tracks I've ever heard. It's called Good Luck Chuck. Okay. And it's about a guy who falls in love with a stripper. Yeah. And you think it's a love story. Uh-huh. But then, like, it takes a turn halfway through where he's sticking photos of her up in a, on his wall. Oh. And then he's stalking her. And it ends with him killing her with a shoddy. Oh. <laughs> um, but, like, the progression of narrative within a rap is phenomenal. Like, yeah. I've never heard anything like it. Yeah, and the shotgun shots, it's built into the rap, so it's like, bang. Oh, yeah, that sounds fucking cool. Yeah. I like that. But, yeah, that's like, I like. <sighs> have, you, have you heard of Green Room? No, I haven't. Uh, it's like basically. I guess it's. I wouldn't count it as, like, horror universe type thing. But basically, it's like this group, and they, like, come across a bar, and. They realize it's like a white supremacist bar. And then basically shit happens and then um, they get locked in the bar and they're like fighting this group of Nazis and shit. And like the Nazis are fucking insane. It's like extremely bloody and like graphic. But it's fucking cool. It's like, it's it's more aesthetic movie. Like it's literally, it's a very green movie, which is very cool. Like they use that color in a very cool way. And it's like the shots are very, like very tight. Mm. It's cool. But I don't mind like group shit because I don't feel like that's necessarily a horror trope. It's a horror trope when they go to an isolated place. Yeah. But then that can also be done well like, like if you've seen Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah. I mean like even Evil Dead 2. Well, yeah. Like that was legitimately scary. Mm. Or the Evil Dead TV show. Like yeah, it, yeah. you still can do it. It's, I think it's a trope that a lot of people fall back on. Yeah, no, I agree. Um... <laughs> I was going to say something about tropes. What was it? Doesn't matter. I have a segue. Okay. Um, Fuck me then. Yeah. Because I wanted to... I was just thinking about this. This is the first time, I think, like, we've actually realized what this podcast is. In the sense that we pitched this as a nighttime podcast. Yeah. And we've just been talking shit (laughs) for, like, the first, whatever, three, four episodes Uh, that we've done. Yeah. And now we're actually talking about, like, horror and nighttime. So I feel like this is the first for Nocturnal. That makes sense. Yeah, that doesn't follow the theme of Nocturnal at all. Yeah. Still a cool name for the podcast. It is. I fucking love it. And the artwork as well. Yeah, it's great. Um, we don't talk about Nocturnal shit. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, uh, I think episode three, fucking seven months, eight months into the podcast. Yep. We've got to start making these more regularly. We've recorded like five, I think. It just two were garbage. Yeah. One. And then one was the the one we lost. One was like the best one we ever recorded and we lost it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's a shame, but I feel like this can actually go somewhere. I feel like we have a direction. Yeah, this is good. Podcast. I do like this. It's weird that we're talking about this on the podcast, but um, I have an idea going forwards. Like, I want to bring on creatives from the area. Yeah. And not just, like, do the generic thing where you interview them, uh-huh. ask about their projects. Like, I just want to have a conversation with people. Yeah. And see what, like, they'd have to say about dreams, for example. Mm-hmm. No, I like that. Yeah. Because I've been watching a bunch of interviews with Auntie Donna, and people will just, like, ask them, oh, so what are you guys doing next? Uh, what's... Uh, what was Glenridge College like? Well, I never... Like, I don't... That, those are really boring questions to me. I feel like if I'd be brought on another podcast... Yeah. For, like, shit that I've done, I wouldn't want to talk about shit that I've done. I just want to talk. Yeah. Because, like... I, f- I feel like podcasts are great because you get to see a cross-section of personality. Mm-hmm. And you just don't get to see that if it's question and answer format. Yeah. The thing is, like... If you're just talking... As a creative, you're probably going to bring up the stuff you've done anyway. Because mm. like, those are the experiences you relate to. So if you're just telling a story, you might be like, and so when we were filming servers, blah, 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 right? And it usually yeah. ties into like a bigger point or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be answered in a question. Yeah, I don't think like the question should be ex- explicitly, um, so when's the next servers coming out? Instead, it just, like, naturally comes up. So, like, if people did ask us that, our answers would be, I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, whenever I get the actual cojones to edit it. Yeah. I just sketched sitting in my computer that I said, I was going to edit and Luke's like, do you want me to edit it? I'm like, yep. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's here. I, like, I don't want to touch servers. That's why I'm editing your sketch. Yeah. I will say, uh, give me a look at that edit. Because I'll have, I'll have pointers for it. Okay, yeah, cool. Mm. Um, I, I sat through, like, servers, like, all the footage for the supermarket episode. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a, I don't know how I'm going to make a narrative out of this. <laughs> we were just making fun of products in the supermarket. That was it. And then we got kicked out. You got kicked out? Of where? Woolworths? Yeah. Just filming? Well, like, some chick was like, um, yeah, can you not do that? And I was like, oh, no, no, I'm just Skyping my mom. It's cool. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no worries. It's just that you can't publish that. Why? I don't know. Like, we're not damaging their business. I don't. Also, like, what are they going to do? Sue us? Well, they could. They could. That's the thing. Oh. But it's <laughs> it's like, why? There are, I don't know. There are so many avenues of creativity that are just stopped because people can't just go out and take a camera around and have fun in a, in a store. Like, I don't like that... I don't love that there's an expectation that you're supposed to go into a supermarket just to buy products and get out. Also, what, is this like... Okay, is this like an Australian law? Because, like, there's so many American channels we watch where they do that, and nothing seems to go wrong. Well, I think, like, a lot of people film in their phone because I have seen people go into places with cameras and get kicked out. Yeah. <sighs> people are scared of cameras. That is that is a thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was um, recording a time-lapse down at the State Library years and years ago, and some guy, 
built up the fucking balls to come up to me and is like, you know you can't do that. You're not allowed to film me and my daughter. And I'm like, I'm not pointing at you, one, and two, this is in a public space. Unless you're... <laughs> it's, a, it's such a weird thing, right? Unless you're filming and there's a boom guy next to you and there's a, a sound, like a fucking... And like everyone's got like equipment on them and stuff like that and the camera's big, then mm. everyone leaves you alone. Yeah. Oh, they're filming something important. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> if it's a tripod and a camera and maybe a mic, everyone's like, what the fuck are they doing? You can't be doing that. No, 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 absolutely not. I will not. not have you filming me and my wife. But no, big production set. Ooh, what are they filming? <laughs> That's what it always ooh. is. Fucking sticking their noses in. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, oh my, ooh. Can I fucking pricks. Fucking waving the background yeah. or some shit. Oh, I'm in a movie. Whoa. What's the fucking difference? No one, I don't give a shit if you're in a movie. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. It's so dumb. Like, it's such a double standard. Like, you know what's funny? The law is if you have a crew of less than six people, it's legal to film without permission in the city. It is legal. Yeah. Huh. So, so we're literally... Oh. So it's the opposite of what the fucking dude thought. Yeah. Anyway, we're um we're uh nitpicking, I think is the incorrect word. So I think we're gonna bring in our next guest. Um who needs no introduction. We had him in our last podcast, but we couldn't air it. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go outside and bring Mr. Peterson in. Joe, you keep him entertained in the meantime. Fair enough. The, we're very lucky to get him back, honestly. It was a um it was a tough journey. A lot of scheduling conflicts, um, but we are excited to have him back. And he just did a talk in Melbourne, so... Yes! Yes, I did, Joseph! Ah, hello, Mr. Peterson. Hello, Joseph! I am so glad to be back on the podcast! We are we are glad to have you. Um, yes! Now, since the last time, I did want to ask you, have you gotten over your misogyny issues? No, I hate women! I hate them, Joseph. You, you still hate women. That's funny, because I was actually down at a men's rights activism conference the other afternoon. Mm. And let me tell you, Joseph, it makes me sad the way men are treated in popular culture. I hate the betrayal of quote-unquote incelism, because men are hurting, and it is because of the eternal feminine. They are killing masculinity. Okay, Mr. Peterson... Uh, I don't mean to be rude, but it sounds like you're just throwing around a lot of buzzwords and not actually saying it. No! I am very, very careful about my choice of words! Okay, um, well, in my opinion, I feel as though you're quite liberal with your choice of words. In fact, I feel like Liberal in what sense? In the form of Australian government or in the word liberal? Uh, in the word liberal. I feel like the context was there for you to pick up on that. Context in, in what way? Okay, we're just gonna move on. Um... Can I just... You can't take the heat? <laughs> Pussy? <laughs> no. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to move the conversation along. Um, okay, so, here's, here's an important question. Of course. Uh, what do you think we should do to keep equality in our nation? Mr. Peterson, we can't really I'm have... I'm thinking. Okay. Because I'm very careful about my words. I've planned that before you mumbled that last bit, like, didn't you? No, I am very... Let, let me just put this into the layman's context so the Lipcocks can understand. Mr. Peterson, you you just... You need to calm down a little bit. I hate the state of modern universities. 
Men are put up on a cross, and it is our cross to bear as males, as white males, be it that, in modern society. And let me tell you my opinion on equality. Equality is not equity. Equity of outcome. Do you understand? Okay. When I go to a university, I am berated as a neo-Nazi. Okay, well, that's usually because uh, a lot of your... It is because in the university system, people are brainwashed by lectures. Okay. Well, you can't deny the fact that a lot of your rallies... Oh, I'm not denying it. Okay, do you want to let me finish? Go ahead. You can't deny the fact that all your rallies are attended by uh, neo-Nazis. What um, does that have to do with me? Why it's a you tell me. Well, it seems as though all your rhetoric <laughs> is quite... Scott, speak up. I, I am. <laughs> I feel like as though your rhetoric is extreme. Rhetoric, big words from a small man. How fucking tall are you, mate? Mr. Peterson. Cuts. Mr. Peterson, you're... Nearly same Fucking, what's your height? What's your body to... Uh, what's your BMI? I'm... Tell me! <laughs> you know, Miss Peterson, if you're going to treat me like that, I'm just going to kick you out right now. I apologize. Sometimes I get carried away. See, I'm very careful about my words. Yeah, you've said that multiple times. sometimes, do not care about feelings is a quote from one of my colleagues. A very, very fantastic man. Okay, Mr. Peterson. That is a valid point. However, don't you feel as though arguments would be a lot more, uh, let's say, productive if you did account for feelings as well as pure logic? Because, in my opinion... Hold on, I'm thinking. Okay, well, I was just going to finish my point. Well, why'd you leave a gap? Okay, Mr. Pearson, you just a cunt. Have you realized if you're... That I you're, think you are part of the problem places males up in a crucifix like Jesus 2,020 years ago. See, we are repeating history, my friend. It is a cold winter outside. It is very cold indeed. And men are suffering. Suffrage. Suffrage? You mean voting rights? Yes! Women do not deserve them, you see? Because men have a bigger brain. Women have not developed as far as males have, yet males are the one put up on the cross that Jesus was all that time ago. You know, for a man that purports himself to use scientific evidence, you just stated yes, something... Yes, I do psychology in Toronto! As I was saying... My salary is $60,000 a year! That's quite low. <laughs> it's really is it? How much do you make? Uh, I'm a student. I don't make any So are salary. you telling me? Mr. Peterson, are you... Are you on something? No! Mr. Pe Mr. Peterson, what is this? What? You, you're part of the problem! Mr. You're Peterson, part of the lip cucks! You, you put men up on that cross! You brought cocaine into my studio? What are you... Are you... You no, it's whiz fizz. Are you high right it's now? It's whiz fizz. Whiz. Yeah, they I love it. Can't get enough of the stuff. They discontinued that years ago. Oh no, but I found the supplier. Of I know your, people of your cocaine. I'm just gonna leave the studio. Yeah, I think that'll be for the best. Uh, Luke should be coming back from his masturbation break anytime soon. Uh, where is he, Luke? 
Miss Beeson left. He uh, jumped out the window. Yeah, hi, hi. Um, my name is Man from the South of Italy. Um, oh, I, I, goodbye, Mr. Peterson. No, sir, we're recording a podcast. Yeah, yeah, no. See, Luke was in Il Gabinetto, um, and he, he came across me in La Hallway, and he said to me, um, can you fill in for me on uh, Il Podcast? Uh, well, I, uh, have a wank. He was, um, uh, he had not, uh, how, how you say wanked in approximately a month. So he wanted to get up some, um, as he said, uh, Ava Adams videos. I feel as though your accent is very weird. It's, a, it's, it's like, um, it's a mix between Australian and Southern yeah, Italy. Yep. Yeah, see, I get that a lot. I was, um, actually born in Australia. Um, but I moved to um, the south of Italia um, a few years ago, and I was there for about a week. I lived there for about a week. A week. Mm. And let me tell you what an experience that was. Uh, the culture, the women, the people. Um, I feel like, me, myself, I am a man from the south of Italy. Well, which part of Italy? Uh, how you say it, Calabria? Um, oh, I'm from Calabria. Oh, really? Um, yeah. See, I, I bet you don't know as much as me. Oh, I feel like I know. Have you been? Have you been to the mother country? Uh, um, the old country? No, I can't say as I have. We call it. Yeah, see... Well, Colombia is not really the old country. That would be Sicilia. Well, when you go to the old country, uh, you S- go... S- Sicily, yeah. Yep, and uh, Il Nonna, she makes you a nice uh, pasta Alphonse. Some like uh, spag uh, bolenas. For sure, il is the male verbiage, but that's yep. fine. Um, see, in Italy, il refers to masculine, while la refers to uh, feminine. So it would be la nonna because nonna is a female. No, she's the nonna because she's an object. Okay. Um, you realize nonna means grandma? Uh, yep. Um... I feel like I became one with the country. It was just a life-changing... past that? All right. Yep. Um, I was getting to my point. So I feel like I was one with the country while I was there, uh, how you say it, holidaying. Um, and I was plowing the fields from morning till night. You're being very rude. Sorry, I just need to text my madre. Oh, okay, I'll wait. See, in the south of Italy, we didn't, we didn't have phones... It was all about verbal communication. We would sit by the campfire uh, at the beach in Venice for hours and hours per day. And the thing we not many people know about Italy... Did you say the beach in Venice? Yep. The thing that most people don't know about Italy is a, a t- typical uh, breakfast happens at about 12 p.m. Um, and you're not eating your cereals. You're eating your um, dolce. You're mm-hmm. eating your vita, your vino. Yep. Um, these are all things you have in breakfast in Italia. Yeah, I, I am. I'm Italian, so that's not. Yeah, but you haven't been. Is the thing. I okay. Well, you know, all my family's Italian, and they've been. So I feel like I've got quite a wealth of knowledge, probably similar to yours. Um. Well, let me let me tell you. When uh-huh. Nonna puts together a nice uh, parmesan. Parmesan, with yeah. some uh, dolce, some dolce, yeah. quattro formaggio, quattro formaggio, yeah. quattro formaggio, um, some basil from 
from Basil, the garden yeah. mm-hmm. and some uh, how you say tomato from from the fields. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was my question. That was your question. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what I have to say to that. Quattro formaggio. What do you think about that? Um, what I think about that is, I Quattro formaggio. I'll say it again. When I excuse me, this is my time. Okay, this is my time. All right, you don't sit there on your phone. I've come here from the south of Italy all the way to be in your podcast. Yeah. You asked me here. So you show me, you show me the decency of throwing Ilfon away. Just put it, put it in Il Pocket. Put it in Il Pocket and listen to me as I speak. Because I have some very valuable knowledge of the mother country, which you are just not acknowledging here. Joseph, you come on my podcast and you talk over me. Number one, my name is Giuseppe. Number two, I didn't expect you to be such a putana. What does that mean? Well, it's Italian. You should know. Oh, it seems as though we're getting kicked out. Like soon. Like five minutes. Yeah, cool. That was our... (laughs) That was our assistant who Uh, was coming to check on the progress of the, the podcast. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Th- Reginald. Thanks, Jen. I mean, Reg- Reg- what did you Reg- say? Jen. Regin Jen. Regin Jen. Reg- great, great woman. Nice. Man. Um, They're gender fluid. <laughs> anyway. Um, fuck, who we... Oh, Luke's back! Oh! Yeah, I don't have a segue for that <laughs> fucking dumb bit. <laughs> oh, um... Well, hey guys, what's what's been happening since I've been gone? Oh, I've been, um, you know. I ran into Jordan Peterson the whole way. Crazy. Was he on the podcast? Yeah, he was on there for a bit. Uh, he was pretty fucking nuts, dude. Yeah, he was like, um, there was a poor Italian man out in the hallway, and he was like lecturing him on how women are objects. Okay, so we had him on the podcast as well while you were gone. Yeah, no, because I was watching, I was watching porn. Yeah, and then he came into the bathroom. Mm. Um, did, I, he, did he start spouting stuff about the old country? Yeah, he was, a, he was a weird guy. Yeah. He recommended... He was recommending all these porn stars. Like, he was like, dude, you need to watch Ava Adams. She's the best in the mm. game. He was... He was quite weird. He... I don't think he was Italian. <laughs> Guys, I'm still here. Uh, oh, um... We could need... You, could we, we need... Just doors... Doors just To back. your left, yeah. Yeah. Just... Are you leaving, or...? No. See, in um, the south of Italy, uh, there was no... Right, I'm going to cut you off right there, Luke. What do we do about this, dude? Um, I think we should make every character from this podcast fight to the death. So, specific man, vague man, Jordan Peterson, and man from the south of Italy. Okay, how are we going to... What, what's the battle going to be? Um, I don't know. Let's, um, let's bring in Joe's character to decide... Joe, could you just move all Joe's character um, sits down and... Hello! Oh, hey, hey, man. I'm Joe's character! Are you, are you an Asian man? Is that what you're doing? No, is that I'm a very a, racist I'm Asian I'm a vaguely accent? racist man. That is... Can you stop that? I'm a really racist man. But towards ro- what race? Because it feels like you're upsetting everyone. I hate all Not the races. Not only Asians, but Moroccans. I hate all the races. Oh, no, no. You can't say that. You I can't. hate them all. 
Why? Why do you hate the races? I'm from America. Yes, thank you. Someone on the podcast who understands me. Jordan Peterson, I went to your rally. Oh, and how was it? I fucking love it. Um, guys, can you just... This is... We do not... Shut up, Luke. I like fucking hate women and I love Jordan Peterson. All right, I'll just... All right. All right. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, we're getting rid of Luke and all the boys are here. We got Jordan Peterson... We got fucking Vegman. We got Specific um, Man. Well, Shut know. up, I'm not finished. Oh, right, sorry. Um, and we've well, I'm also, not sorry. I don't know. We've also Who got knows with su- me? Southern I'm Italian. I'm Vegman. <laughs> Good Southern Italian man. I'm going to... And me. I'm going to sing bittersweet poetry, but do it very vaguely. Joe's character. Bittersweet. You're going to be... Luke, the death of me. Luke, I don't want you, Luke, but I need you. Luke, this is going off the rails. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I don't... Bittersweet, Luke. You're gonna be the de- You might be, Luke. Help! They're you, dragging me out of the room. You might be. I. You could be, Luke. You're gonna be the death of me. I don't want you. Maybe I do. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe hey, I it's do. It's me. I'm back. But I need you. Joe's I love gone. you. I hate you. At the very same time, I'm singing this song because I am vague man. It's a vague song about love. Vague man. Vague man, yes. I'm on Nocturnal Podcast. Bittersweet. You're gonna be the death of me. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Could be. Pfft. Who cares, really? I'm, I'm vague man. I've gone through three iterations of character in this episode. Now I'm gonna sing Runaway by Kanye. Run away? Maybe. Who knows? I could run away, but maybe not. Send pictures in your email. Send pictures of my dick. Uh, or maybe was it a dick? Who knows? Was it a put? Was it a? He was some kind of genitalia. But vague man, his anatomy is very vague, so it could be either one of them. Sent a bit, bitch, bit, send this bitch a picture on my dick. I don't know what it is with females, but I'm not to get at that shit. Have me a good girl. Addicted to the hood rats. Just blame everything on me. At least you know that's what I'm good at. I don't know how I manage. If one day you stop and leave, always find, yeah, always find something wrong. You've been putting out with my shit just way too long. So gifted at finding what I don't like the most. Or maybe I don't. Who knows? I'm vague man. And I'm now I'm now oh no no specific man. Don't take the mic for me. Hello, the specific man, and I'm gonna I'm gonna sing a very specific version of Black Skinhead. I've cut Luke's mic so I can actually get a fucking word in. Ah, I'm the DJ. I'm a very specific man, and I'm coming at you singing Gone by Kanye West. Um, th- th- I really just need to speak for a slight second so we can end the podcast. Uh, so this is what happened. Um, Luke, went, Luke went nuts, and he's just jumped into all of his characters at once. He doesn't know how to end. Hello, I'm, I'm Jordan Peterson, and I'm uh, singing a, a song coming. No! No! Don't touch me, I'm going to break no. Alright, alright, alright. I need to get this in before fucking Luke turns it back up. No. Oh, shit, man! Take me by the head! I hate you. women! To take to the land that you understand! Okay, please, we gotta end the podcast. Oh, God. Never end the podcast! I will. I will see the end. Ah! Uh, the British are coming! Okay. <laughs> I got it off him for a second. Okay. Here it is. No, no! <laughs> 
hello, I am a very specific man. Hey, mama, um, the mother who burned me out of her pussy, uh, you mean so much. I'm so proud of you, and let me tell you what I'm about to do, mama. Okay, here's the thing. We're about to end the podcast. Luke's mic is cut. I've got both of his hands. He's not going to fucking touch it again. Here's what's going to happen. Podcast is going to end now. He's not fighting back, which means he probably wants it to end too. Okay, here it is. No! <laughs> Jordan Peterson coming back! I'm never gonna... Little, little and... 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 No! This is a funny bit! I... Whoa! Whoa! I'm Jordan... Whoa! I've gone... I've, I've gone off the rails! Whoa! Although I'm, I'm vague, man. Um, no. <laughs>